energy is shifting and we are living in an incredibly transformative time. Warmest welcome to Check the Energy, a podcast dedicated to new paradigm perspectives on navigating life energetically. This is especially helpful for those of you who are energy sensitive or becoming more so. We'll explore all sorts of topics, all designed to cultivate your vitality, create community, and build a new paradigm. What we're after here is to strengthen the foundation of who you are, what you're here to do, and how you can consciously participate in creating the new. So glad you're here. I'm your host, Vanessa Smith. Let's go. Thanks so much for joining us. Today, I am really, really looking forward to this conversation with Heather. We are going to be talking about homeopathy, the light diet, primal eating, and all through the lens of a new paradigm perspective. So before I I just get too excited about all of these topics, because they are very much rooted um, in the new paradigm, when we're talking about energy medicine, we're talking about using light to heal your body. And we're talking about eating in a way that is truly nourishing for your body. This is a very different approach than what you, you are going to see in a mainstream um, perspective, a mainstream paradigm. So with no further ado, I would love to have Heather just introduce yourself, say a little bit about your background. And also, if you could give a special um, introduction to us uh, from your healing journey perspective, like how you came to do the work that you do. Oh, it's so great to be here. Thanks for having me, Vanessa. And um, yeah, so uh, I'm a, a classically trained homeopath, and uh, that's that's the core of my my practice at this point in time. But as Vanessa mentioned, I also implement the sunlight diet into my work um, as well, and something called the Sunlight RX, which uh, just the sunlight prescription. And um, all of this, um, I like to say, started to formulate. In my my what's what I'm in right now my my second life I had a first a prior lifetime and now I'm I feel like I'm in my second lifetime in my in my prior lifetime up to the age of 23 I was uh, a pretty hardcore athlete and played Division one basketball and then went on to train professional athletes and one day I was on my way to work and lost control of my car I was the only one in my car have no idea what was going on. There were no <laughs> substances or other people involved. And some force just came over my car and I swerved in and hit a telephone pole into. And um, I was knocked unconscious for um, a good while, several hours. And after that, I was never quite the same. It took me about a decade to actually be able to engage in physical activity again. And I had a lot of symptoms, my CAT scans, my MRIs, all that were totally clear. But I had some significant symptoms from uh, the, the TBR, the traumatic brain injury, dizziness, uh, migraine headaches, it messed up my gut brain access. So that was really wonky. Um, my sleep patterns and my circadian rhythms got all messed up. And I literally tried, I, I make this joke, I tried everything under the sun until 10 years in, 
I literally, I heard a podcast somewhere about all the healing properties of sunlight and how beneficial they are. And I just started going out in sunlight more. And I I started to pick up on the different light frequencies that um, sunlight emits throughout the day and throughout certain seasons. And I pieced that together to um, create something called the Sunlight Prescription, the Sunlight RX. And um, that actually gave me, it's literally was free medicine. I had dropped thousands of dollars up until that point. I'm trying to heal my brain, trying to feel better. And um, that single uh, practice, learning how to use sunlight in a therapeutic way, um, I've made the biggest strides with with my health and with my healing and um, in, lit- in a very short period of time, uh, literally weeks, I've seen drastic improvements and then, you know, really kind of what piggybacked onto that, these two things kind of happened at the same time is that the sunlight piece came in as well as homeopathy and those two things. I'm basically back to being a, whatever we consider normal, but a healthy, I should say, human being, <laughs> healthy human being today as a result, primarily of, of those two fundamental core practices. So, um yeah. So can you give a couple of examples? I mean, this story just blows my mind because if what you were checking for was all showing as as normal, but you and your personal experience were feeling like, wow, things are really off for me. Yeah. yeah. You decided to go out into the sun. I mean, what a simple prescription, like a self prescription to go out into the sun and then you begin to see these substantial differences in in your life so can you tell us what you did specifically like did you go out barefoot did you go out during certain hours of the day did you did you hold a certain intention how did that go really good question um i'd be happy to share uh so what happened is I started to, to hear about the benefits of sunrise light and the type of light available at sunrise, especially for brain health and hormone health. And so I said, well, why not? I'm just going to, I'm just going to try it. Let's see, you know, these people are really talking it up. Oh, let's, let's give it a try. It's probably not going to work. So I'd go out and the first day I was like, okay, that was, that was good. The next day. Okay. And Literally a few days in uh, of just watching the sunrise, I, um, and, and this is, I should mention, this is not, I wasn't just out there for a few minutes and then, okay, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I, I did this in a therapeutic sense. And I was out there for when I first started, when I needed this huge therapeutic dose, I was out there for an hour starting at sunrise when the sun just comes over the horizon. Mm-hmm. And I was out there and believe me, I was, you know, naked as a baby i was in my birthday suit full on so we had everything close to the sun okay (laughs) and and so i was you know i went all when i go in on something i'm all i'm all in so i went all in i was like if if this is gonna work you know i'm just gonna try it all in okay so after a week my sleep was better my anxiety levels were better my digestion had started to improve My energy levels were improving and I no longer had headaches when I went outside in the sun. So Mm. I was like, this is interesting. 
what happens when, okay, I'm out there for sunrise. Now, what happens when I'm out there in these later, these spectrums later in the day? And, you know, because there's a lot of different spectrums. At sunrise, there's, you know, a combination of blue and red light. And that's huge for your cortisol levels and your circadian rhythms and, and so forth. And then you get a little bit later in the morning and UVA light shows up. And anybody who struggles with depression or a dysregulated gut microbiome or poor sleep because we replenish our melatonin levels in that light or thyroid issues, all of that is replenished and supported in UVA light, which mm-hmm. I, I'm finding out, I was finding out as I was going through this, this whole thing, I was kind of researching it and getting the firsthand experience at the same time. So then I was like, oh my God, my mood is so much better. My digestion's getting better. And then I went into the UVB light, uh, which I know isn't available all year round in many places. It's usually the spring, summer, early fall light, but at the time it was spring. So I was out there and I noticed huge improvements in my energy levels just from being in that light. And so, um, each light spectrum has its own healing therapeutic benefits, so to speak. And I, I started to put that together. And that's how the sunlight prescription came about because it's a four-step protocol that puts each spectrum of the light together, what the healing properties are, how to get the therapeutic effects. And this is just something that my body taught me basically from spending more time outside. Mm. This is so fascinating. And I'm thinking about, well, gosh, there's like five different directions I want to go with this. <laughs> the, the the first thought that pops in my head, though, is you went full on. Like, not only did you go out there, you also spent time out there at various times throughout the day. Yeah. And, and you went out naked, which is a thing in and of itself. Right. I mean, not just the and I'm speaking from a therapeutic perspective, like to expose all uh, skin, all parts of your body to the sun and to get it's almost like, um, I, you know, from a homeopathic perspective, I feel like that's like a 200 dopes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. versus the 30. Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> I'm thinking about all of all of these people that perhaps are inside for work. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and they're, they're obviously they can get outside at, at some point during the day, we're going to get outside, but what can you suggest for people that are wanting to make the transition to having more sun in their life, more light in their life, but also feeling yeah. Uh, disproportionately connected to being inside. Yeah. You know, it's it's a great question. And um, I know some people can't go outside stark naked because of where they live. And, you know, I have clients in New York City. I say, hey, just, you know, go to your rooftop or, you know, open the window in your apartment building and expose us, you know, get your sports bra on or, you know, your 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 shorts on and, and stand in front of the wind the open window or on top of your rooftop so if you can't go all in you can still get therapeutic benefits so i, I want to mention that and um you can also go in many doses throughout the day i mean the good thing about many people working from home now is that we actually can go outside more we can take more breaks we can set our 
our little workstations up close to a window and open the window and and so forth. So if you're just starting out, one of my biggest tips would be to watch the sunrise because most people most people don't start work you know at that time. They've got a few hours after sunrise. So if you can watch the sunrise even for 10 minutes, you're going to do a lot for your circadian biology and your hormone and metabolic health just by doing that. So one of my number one suggestions when just starting out is instead of looking at your iPhone or, or a device first thing in the morning, you want your eyes to get the stimulus and the signals from that light in, in the, from the sun, from sunrise. Mm. When we do it just from our devices, it, it can... I like to tell to, to describe it to people as it's like taking a quadruple shot espresso when you look at your device because you just floor your bloodstream with cortisol um, first thing in the morning. And we want cortisol to be released first thing in the morning, but we want it to be to start as a trickle. Mm-hmm. And so we, we don't want to just completely flood the system. So sunrise allows that, um, uh, as well as many other things, but that's one huge thing that sunrise light allows you to do is it starts cortisol release in, in a, a healthy, optimal release pattern. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I would think that it would be more in accordance with your natural rhythm. Like I, I really have, from an energetic perspective, have come to realize how we each have our own natural rhythm and to be able to connect with that through light, through being in nature is one of the best ways to actually start the day. It's one of the reasons why I was um, really looking forward to this conversation is because the big change that, uh, yeah, the natural rhythm, I think of like the pace of your breath, the clarity of your mind, the sense of connection to your environment, because so much of our energy is really pulled up around our heads. But as soon as you go outside, it's it's as if that energy can really, it, it feels like almost liquid-like that it can go and move through the rest of your body when being outside in the morning. And um, it was such a profound difference for me and such a simple thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it's free. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's free. Yeah. It's yeah. free. Yeah. Well, I have to ask this question. I probably don't, but I really do. Years back, I saw this article going around the the socials and it was about getting sun on your bum bum, like in in the areas in the yes. Netherlands. Uh-huh. Now, and when I first saw it, I, I thought, because this was, this whole area was new to me. I was like, this is, it's a great meme. It's got to be a joke. Does <laughs> it really, does it really do anything for your health to have sun on, on yeah. those areas? Absolutely. It, it honestly does. Um, yes. I'll say for, for men in particular, their um, inflammation in that area Testosterone levels are greatly um, supported in a healthy way by exposing the reproductive organs to the sunlight. And um, anybody who struggles with uh, low sexual desire, that I, I would highly recommend that. Anyone who struggles with uh, men who struggle with PSA imbalances, you know, in their prostate 
highly, highly recommend it. Um, and then women, I don't, I don't think the, um, and maybe the studies are out there. I, I haven't looked at them. I haven't gone down that rabbit hole yet, but from my personal experience, I know it supports, um, my menses and, uh, I just feel more vibrant in that area by doing so. Mm. Yeah. So I say I highly, highly recommend it. And that area is so sensitive. No, you only need a few minutes and you'll get, you will absolutely get some remarkable benefits just by doing that. Mm. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible what's available to us for free if we just become more aware of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to switch topics and go over to homeopathy. And before we get into uh, your take, your story and experience of being a homeopath, I I wanted to share my introduction to homeopathy and and my experience because it was so profound for me that I, I, I can't support it enough. And I know right now, specifically in America, there's a, a movement around trying to invalidate it as a medicine. And it's just the more that I can participate in supporting the validity of it and having conversations with homeopaths um, and sharing my story, uh, the, the, the more I feel I'm doing my part to support that system of energy medicine. So with that being said, I just wanted to share a little bit about my story with homeopathy. I had was it quite a while ago? It was in 2000. I had broken out with a skin rash over my entire body. And it was so, uh, it was so strong that I could barely shower. It hurt to shower. It hurt to have water touch anywhere on my skin. And it was, it was in my mouth. It was all over my face, all over my entire body. And I had, I wasn't sure what to do. At that point, I was open to holistic approaches, but I was also, you know, I had one foot in both worlds, the mainstream approach and holistic approaches. And, and yet I also still didn't know where to go besides say a dermatologist because they work with skin. And I ended up going to eight different practitioners. Um, Half of them were mainstream, half of them were more holistic, and they all had a different understanding and perspective of what they felt was going on in my system. And it was a real lesson for me in terms of my own trusting of my intuition and my intuition development process to discern who I resonated with. And I I ended up going to one woman who was, she was a nurse practitioner, but she also had a background in live blood cell analysis. And I thought, okay, this is an interesting combination of both holistic and mainstream. Let's see what she offers. So she she sampled my blood and she explained to me in, in very sort of professional terms um, what was going on. And then she looked at me very squarely and she said, What you have is worse than cancer. And if you don't do my protocol, you will likely die soon. Mm -hmm. And I was so shocked by by what she shared with me that I went ahead and I was like, okay, so I bought about a thousand dollars worth of supplements and I took like 20 pills in one day. I was doing whatever she said because I was amped up on fear. You know, I had I've always known that I'm 
I'm supposed to be around for a really long time. I have a really long life and a very specific purpose. And I even felt like that when I was a kid. So I thought, oh, maybe this is the opportunity for me to like turn my life on a different trajectory so I can, you know, make sure that I live that long time and really be the start of health. But then I was like, well, wait a minute. I'm running off of fear right now. <laughs> like that's not that can't be good for health. And so I, I still went with her protocol and I ended up in the emergency room, um, incredibly dehydrated and just it, yeah, it was it was not a good situation. But when I returned home, I thought, well, now what do I do? I've seen I've seen eight different people and I have no idea where to turn. And then I remember um, I had a card that I had picked up from a local health food store and it was for a homeopath and a medical intuitive. Mm. And she, I, you know, I called her up and she came over and she kind of instantly without me saying anything, read, uh, like energetically read, psychically read what was going on with my system, you know, kind of themes psychologically that I had always dealt with throughout my life and, you know, looked through her big black homeopathic book, books and said, go get Pulsatilla, 30, 30C, and it's $8 at the health food store. And let me know how you feel in about an hour after taking it. Mm-hmm. And I go to the store, I get the remedy, And I just, there was something very grounding and also magical about her presence. And the fact that she could read me so well was also uh, felt very much in alignment. I I felt very seen by that. So I thought, I have no idea if these little $8 pills work, but I'm just (laughs) going to go for it. So I took them and within 30 minutes of taking them, I remember looking in the mirror and I felt like I was looking at my true self for the first time in years and i i remember i was so struck by my own reflection because it actually matched what how i perceived myself on the inside it was like i didn't see any of the skin rash i didn't see any of the you know depression or angst i just saw me as if the potential was just looking back at me and i i fell to the floor And I just started crying and I just remember saying, oh, my God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I called her and I let her know. And and literally within a couple of hours, my skin started clearing up Mm -hmm. and it it I ended up working with her as as a mentor of mine for eight years because of the medical intuition and the, the energy um background that she has but she she worked also as my homeopath and so grateful i mean my husband also as well he got west nile virus Mm. couldn't move his arms or his legs for six weeks and and it was just you know me taking care of him and uh, like i remember having to wrap him up in in a sheet and getting him on a chair and moving him uh, on this rolling chair just to get to the bathroom. And, and then we didn't even think we're like, Oh my gosh, we need homeopathy. Uh-huh. We, we implement homeopathy from the same homeopath and he gets full restoration of his arms and his legs. And I'm like, this is real medicine. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a remarkable story. I love it. I love it. 
That's, that's so, yeah, I would just, I had to share it because I, yeah, I have such regard for energy medicine in general and homeopathy specifically. So I would love to hear about how you came to homeopathy, maybe mm-hmm. some of the results that you've experienced, um, just any perspectives you want to add around homeopathy as new paradigm medicine and and why we sh- might want to be reaching for it. Yeah, that's okay. That's, that's a huge, huge uh question and i love it it's it's so important especially you know for for years actually homeopathy in the um came over from europe to the states in the uh the 1900s late 1800s and it was a core part of all the major medical school curriculum it was core there were no pharmaceuticals yet there were no antibiotics yet they were trained homeopathically and then um, the Flexner report came along in the you know mid 1900s. Said this is no way you know we're not we can't help as many people in this way you know. We're, they switched gears, went to antibiotics, went to pharmaceuticals, and basically anybody who was practicing homeopathy was removed from medical training, and anybody who was practicing it basically got burned at the stake at that time. So. Hmm. Um, it was, a, I mean, we're talking major medical schools, Drexel, um, uh, Columbia schools in, in the, um, you know, New England area of the States and they were core, core aspects of their training. Well, you know, that, that got the boot as soon as they said, oh, we can make more money, way more money. You paid $8 for your remedy, right? Which is typical. That's how much, you know, a remedy usually costs. Mm. And, and so they, they couldn't make any money off of it. And also, the um, w- in order to get somebody their correct remedy, you, you have to match the energy of the remedy with the energy field of the individual coming into the practice. Western medicine, that's, you know, they forget that. That's not even on their radar. They have a whole bunch of things to say about that, <laughs> you know, that aren't positive or supportive. And at this time, they're trying to remove homeopathy at least from the states and make it impossible for people to buy remedies and so forth um so my personal experience actually came after my head injury because i I had no idea what do i do here um migraine headaches and uh vertigo from the the concussion and um uh, poor sleep and the, the whole laundry list of symptoms it wasn't, unfortunately, it wasn't until 10 years, but you see, it, it still was indicated. The remedy I needed was still indicated at that time. I took a massive dose of Arnica. I'm talking like a 10M, 50M dose. And I was a completely different person. The headaches went away. The vertigo went away. All, all It went away because... Um, that remedy met met my energy field at that time. Mm. So when we have a match like that, um, astounding things can happen, just as you've described with the West Nile and the rash you had. And I've been seeing people homeopathically for uh, just over a decade now. And I mean, everything from, from autism to cancer to 
um, skin issues, to behavioral issues, to panic disorders, to phobias, do remarkably, remarkably well with homeopathy. And it, it's a different approach than Western medicine because it, it uses an approach, you know, which I'm sure many of you know, uh, of as, as like tears like. Mm-hmm. And Western medicine uses, it prescribes based on a totally different law, which is the law of opposites. Meaning like if you have diarrhea, give something that will bind you up. Or if you have a headache, give a pain reliever. Give the opposite thing. That is what conventional medicine is based off of. Homeopathy is based on like here's like. So let's say if you have a skin rash, I'm going to give you something that in this in a toxic dose of that substance causes a skin rash. Of course, we're not going to give you a toxic dose. You're going to take a 30C, which actually has no trace of the original substance left remaining in it. You're taking the energy of that substance. And that is um, really why homeopathy is so remarkable and powerful, because it operates off of that fundamental principle of light cures light. Yeah. Which I would think is even more powerfully aligned with the intelligence of the body's design. Because you're not trying to squash down what's presenting by giving it the opposite. If I'm looking at that framework of of oppositionals in in the correct context, like the Western medicine, right? I mean, if you're giving the opposite, that in some way is saying what you're presenting to me is incorrect. And now I'm going to give you the opposite to sort of put out the fire of whatever you're expressing. And yeah. in, in my understanding, uh, the body is is working to keep you healthy and well, and it's it's doing its job in a very intelligent way. And so you would want to match the energy that would activate its own healing mechanism, right? Absolutely. You nailed it 100 percent, because. Yes. Um, when you give a similar remedy, when you when you prescribe on light cures light, you actually give the immune system a boost to be able to get over what it's working with. So um, you take a remedy, it boosts the immune system and the immune system is able to self heal the body versus in Western medicine, you give the opposite and you shut down and oftentimes their, their medicines will completely suppress the immune system, which is why whatever you're dealing with goes away. It doesn't go away out of cure. It goes away out of suppression. Mm. And, and that usually then comes back weeks to months to even years later mm-hmm. in a more chronic situation. So it's like if you suppress the skin rash with cream, corticosteroid creams and so forth. And, and instead of going the route with the pulsatilla or the remedy that was indicated, that that skin rash would have gone deeper in the body and we would have likely seen after that real issues with the immune system or energy levels or uh, even depression or constipation, something of that nature, because whatever that pathology was, whatever the cause was, got suppressed and instead you use the remedy and that allowed your immune system to give it your yourself a boost to actually be able to get over the hump which was that's ideal of course there are some situations where hey you know there's a there's a rare occasion we need western medicine 
but it's rare. And, and there are uh, homeopathy is, it's not just something you take for a bruise or a scrape and, you know, stuff like this. You, you can take it for really complex disorders and it can have really amazing benefits. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I want to ask you something about your stance on self prescribing. Okay. Um, obviously, because you are you're a trained classical homeopath, there's I know there's different perspectives or different types of training for homeopathy. Um, and what, like where's what what's the continuum in your mind in terms of when somebody needs to seek out a homeopath and when they can self prescribe? And I'm I'm asking this partially because I was so gratefully and gleefully dependent on my homeopath for eight years. And wow. it was uh, it was such a lifesaver, such yeah. a lifesaver. And now, um, because I saw and experienced the efficacy of that and in also the, the process of healing my own system and becoming stronger with my own intuition and energetic read, yeah. I now will... Um, I will hear a remedy, like intuitively hear a remedy that that I need. And it's nothing I've ever heard of before. Like, I don't know, a month ago, I'm I hear take gelsemium. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you know, so, um, you know, I I think I want to regard the practitioners because I, I think there's so much importance and validity of working with someone who truly knows the craft and the medicine. And at the same time, I would want to support um, the individual to be self-responsible in their healing, like to be educated around what can actually be done to support their system in a, in a gentle and effective way. And I'm curious your thoughts. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good question. I'm all about people being self-empowered around their medical choices, a million percent. I, I think it's it's huge and it can be a, a real asset to our lives and our health. Um, and I'll say a few things. With, with that being said, there are, there are thousands of remedies to literally choose from if you have something going on. <laughs> so, mm. you know, there's... It's it can be very helpful to have at least a basic understanding of the remedies. You don't have to take like my training was a four and a half year training. You, you don't have to do that to, to, you know, learn how to use this medicine for yourself. But I would suggest just like even a basic course to give yourself a foundation because Let's say you need pulsatilla. Let's say you took a 1M versus the 30C and you still needed pulsatilla. The 1M may not have, may have made things worse just because you took it in the wrong potency. Mm. The 30C was what matched your symptoms and that homeopath knew, hey, should the, a 30C is what's indicated here. So even if you nail the remedy, you also have to nail the potency. That's that's number one. And you also have to nail how often you take the remedy. One of the biggest mistakes is for, for chronic conditions, like your skin rash was more of an acute thing. So you probably want to repeat that dose, uh, you know, at least a few times. But for a chronic condition, 
you usually just want to take one single dose. And the biggest mistake I see, not only, you know, homeopath making or people, you know, prescribing for themselves is that they repeat the dose too frequently Mm. and it disrupts the healing. So, um, I actually have a foundations course on my site. You can take any time you want, and I'm sure other people have it. Whoever you resonate with, find somebody who offers a, a beginner level course and, and take the course. And, you know, just by that course, you will learn a lot, hopefully, um, with regard to how to treat acute ailments and, and how what potencies to consider and so forth. There, there's a lot to consider with, with homeopathy, but there, to get the, the most benefit, you do want to have a, at least a little bit of, of knowledge and, and background so you know, hey, I'm having this reaction after taking this remedy. Is that normal? Is it not normal? You know, we have to understand, you know, some basics in that way. So if you can do that, I would, I would highly recommend it because um, then you'll have a, a foundation to pull from and you'll have some, you know, groundedness to pull from as well. Um, mm-hmm. So that would honestly be my recommendation. Um, because Google is great, but sometimes the remedies go much deeper than that with regard to the, the psyche and the emotional well-being and even with regard to energetics in the body. And so just having at least a basic understanding of that can be really helpful. And because most people will self, you know, prescribe and I was like, ah, oh, homeopathy doesn't work. But usually it wasn't there wasn't enough understanding there as to how to prescribe and, and so forth to, to really get the benefit. So um, I'm a huge fan of medical freedom. And so I would say educate yourself with um, before you, you just start prescribing it, you know, of course, unless it's an emergency and you need something, you know, ASAP. And I always caution against um, repeating for a chronic condition um, and I always caution against combination remedies that include, you know, several different remedies and one, the energy field in that bottle with the 20 or however many different remedies is very chaotic to our energy field. When we take that in our own body, that's personally what I've found and mm-hmm. the healing doesn't go as deep in that way. Um, and that's what I found it personally as a homeopath. So those are some suggestions I would make. And also know the anecdotes because a lot of homeopaths or people will self-prescribe, but they won't tell you about the anecdotes. Like coffee will anecdote the remedy. Let's say you took it, took the remedy, then had a cup of coffee. It'll anecdote it. I have my clients cut coffee um, and it's, it can be hard for many people because even let's, we're try, if I'm treating a chronic condition and six months in, they're doing amazing, but then they have a cup of coffee, it can totally revert the whole picture six months mm. in. Mm. So uh, coffee, um, uh, cannabis, psychedelics, all of these things will, will antidote the remedy. So it's important to have, and I think I, I have a podcast on, on antidote. So feel free to check that out if you want to learn more it's just free podcast so um know the anecdotes also before you start getting into to the the, the remedies 
Thank you so, so much. It is, I'm I'm really disciplining myself here because I want to talk to you for the next two hours. <laughs> I've got like fun 10 more questions. But before we go, I'm going to kind of close it out here. Please share where we can um, find you online, what your podcast is and any last thoughts that you, that you want to share. I just, I've loved listening to you and having this conversation. And again, I'm just going to zip it because I will keep going. <laughs> Likewise. It was a pleasure to be here and you can find me online, heathershepherd.com. My name spelled a little weird. It's H-E-A-T-H-A-R-S-H-E-P-A-R-D. Com. You can go there and you can see, um, uh, you can read about homeopathy, the foundations course, the Sunlight RX we talked about here today. You can learn more about that there. And um, for those of you who enjoy podcasts, you can find me at The Primal Pioneer. And um, I put out a weekly podcast there on various topics regarding sunlight and homeopathy and natural health and, and so forth. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much, Heather, for being with me today. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening. And we will be back again next week with Check the Energy and another new guest. Take care.